Hey guys, things are about to get very explicit, so I need you to especially heed my warning for today's episode. This is an explicit podcast. This is an unsafe space where we make jokes about anything, everything, and everyone. So I'm going to need you to assume every single trigger warning. If you're very religious, or if you're very woke, then this podcast is not recommended for you. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, you beautiful fucks, and welcome, and welcome. It's the Comedy Podcast. This is number 196 of the Comedy Podcast, coming to ya. On Wednesday, 14th July, 2021, no Lion King song today, guys. It's okay, maybe I'll do it next time. This is your Malaysian host, Harith Akman. Hey, you beautiful fox. Hope you're doing well, because you're not. And neither am I. I'm sure you've heard the news by now. It's, it's tragic, okay? It's not very often that I get to say that I feel like a Japanese porn star. Here's why. Malaysia recorded over 11,000 cases today. Remember yesterday how I said we were making progress with 8,000 cases? Just to recap, I said it felt like how a guy stays a virgin for his whole life. Okay, He wants the puss, but he can't get it. And then on the wedding night, he only gets a kiss from his wife. It's not getting the job done, but it's progress, right? Something's happening. Yeah, now that the cases have spiked, it's, it, that metaphor just doesn't work anymore, man. It's the new metaphor. It's like on your wedding night, instead of getting the puss, it's like your wife straps your cock with a C4 bomb. Back to the Japanese porn star thing. You've watched Japanese porn, right? A lot of it. The Japanese people, for some reason, they like watching a hundred guys fuck one girl. Right now, I am that one girl. There's a hundred stupid men just having their way with me, gratifying themselves. And me, man, I'm just suffering because, you know, I'm Japanese. So I got to... I, I started this thing. I believe in finishing what I started. Just fucking doing it, you know? Either that or killing myself, but in this case, I'm hanging in there while they're all taking turns, just squirting their tadpoles in all my holes. And I'm over there crying, not enjoying it. I'm so scared I'm peeing myself. I mean, they make you think it's squirting, but no, I'm so scared that I <laughs> it just comes out. Those aren't cries of pleasure. I'm crying. I'm legit crying. I do not like this political gangbang that's happening on me right now. I'm suffering. All my holes are fucked while these guys get to happily jizz. So that's the kind of mood I'm in right now. Just not good, guys. Just not fucking good. And I'm sure a lot of you can fucking relate. For today's episode, I got quite a bunch of interesting news stories I wanted to share with you. It's been a very good news day. Some really important fantastic news like this one news from singapore published by mothership sg four men pick rambutans in clementi using 
Long Pole. That was the news headline. I think Clementi is a, is a, is a place in Singapore. But yeah, apparently this made the news. Apparently picking fruits from the public like that is against the law in Singapore. And we know what they do to people who break the law in Singapore, don't we? That's right. They assume you're Malay. I'm joking. Obviously. They just chop your head off. I'm joking. Obviously. Ma-ti-benya. Here's my thoughts on these four individuals picking f- <laughs> picking fruits with a long pole. This is, my, this is what I think, alright? How dare you? That's horrible. Obviously. What a crime. They need to be punished. They need to be shot. They need to be waterboarded, man. We should, we should castrate their children so their bloodline stops. Their mothers need to be imprisoned and then also castrated. Their ovaries need to be replaced with rambutans. And then we pick at those rambutans with long poles. Maybe get some Nigerians in with their long poles. Fucking rambutan pickers, man. You see, Singapore has the right kinds of laws. People shouldn't be allowed to eat fruit from nature. No, they should buy that shit from the grocery store. We're not animals. Animals don't use long poles. They use sticks sometimes, but that's about it. Horses don't count. Horse dicks don't count as long poles, by the way, unless they're Nigerian. I'm done here. Next news story. Okay, Chinese vessels dumping human waste in parts of West Philippine Sea photos show. I'm tired of people saying that China doesn't give a shit about Southeast Asia. Because it's obviously not true. Because they're coming here and giving us all of their shit. All of it. All the shits in China... They're giving to our South China Sea. No, no, whoa, whoa. I didn't mean to say South China Sea. <laughs> Southeast Asian Sea. I don't know what we call it. The Pacific Ocean. I'm not sure. It's not the Atlantic. Atlantic is the one between uh, Britain and British and America. I think this is the Pacific. Yeah. Can we just call it the, the Malaysian Sea? No, that doesn't work. That might piss off the Filipino. You say what? You take it back. But yeah, they're, they're doing that now. No, no, They were alleged to be like making a bunch of uh, islands, you know, to, to colonize. But obviously that's all a hoax. The Chinese Communist Party are amazing. They would never do anything terrible. Now, they're, they're showing us love. You know, in our society, when we speak English, when you say we give a shit, means we love you. We care. I give a shit about you. I think this is symbolism from the Chinese Communist Party. They're trying to signal to the world how much they care about the South China Sea and how they just want everyone to be amicable. So they're dumping all their poop in it. And what I think we should do to reciprocate this love is to package up package up our own shit. Let's just launch it into the Chinese airspace and just detonate. Boom, boom. Yeah, we give a shit about you too, man. We're being reduced to fucking chimpanzees at this point, flinging shit at each other. 
All right, I guys, uh, I want to tell you something. I hate uh, insects. Have you insects in general? I don't do well with them. Have you heard of the Spanish fly epidemic? Spanish fly epidemic. Yeah, here's a Malaysian politician explaining this, talking about it because I don't want you to get confused. Okay, Spanish fly. Listen to this. Dalam dunia, 2.8 million people meninggal dunia kerana COVID. 2.8 million. Spanish fly, 1919, 1916, So our Minister of Health was saying that not even a million people died of a Spanish fly epidemic, okay? But apparently a lot of people died from this Spanish fly thing. Let me tell you something. If you ever see a fly and it says, Hola, senor. I want to be your friend. Es amigo. Soy amigable. <laughs> Soy amigable. Soy amigable. Don't offer that fly a taco. No. Tacos are for friends. That fly is an enemy. Fuck that Spanish fly. Here's what you do. You feed that fly to a bat. And you take all the flies from Spain and you feed it to the bats. And then you kill all the bats. Just don't make bat soup with it. Instead, uh, you make a bat taco and you feed it to the politicians. They're, they're tired. They must get tired from all that gang banging. Got to give them some energy, you know? Speaking of politicians, Asmin Ali was recently photographed in Turkey being shown around by a tourist guide. He posted it on his Instagram. He's like, I was showing as Mr. Asmin around Turkey. That's a terrible Turkish accent, by the way. But I am just uh, generalizing. The caption said uh, he showed Mr. Asmin and his family around. That's the key, which angered Malaysian netizens because COVID... The tour guide company quickly changed the caption on IG to remove that part of the, the family part, you know, because that photo became quite viral because people like to meme Asmin Ali now. So he removed that family part of that story, uh, of that Instagram post, and the daughter tried to prove that she was not in Turkey. How did she do that? She sounds like a smart girl. Was she the one who had sapiosexual in her Twitter bio? <laughs> I'm a sapiosexual. I hate those people with a passion. I get turned on by a smart intellect. Then go fuck. Why did you fuck Stephen Hawking while he was alive? Actually, that's not fair. I'm sure a lot of people would fuck Stephen Hawking. It's uh, while he was alive. Rest his soul. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a status thing, isn't it? But no, if, if there were so many sapiosexuals in the world, we wouldn't have this problem of the, you know, the nerdy, geeky Asian with the straight ace. It's kind of like, I like to play Dungeons and Dragons. You know, those guys, those guys would get be getting laid left, right and center. But no. Look, I'm sure some people are genuinely sapiosexuals, but like they're just people who are like, I'm sapiosexual. They just say it for the fucking... So that they don't seem shallow. So they are, they are different. Aha, <laughs> uh -huh, I think I understand what a pick-me girl is now. Ah, that's what it means. She's trying to signal... She's saying, 
I'm special. I'm different. I care about what's inside the head, not the abs. I don't care about muscles. I don't care about height. Bullish shit. Anyway. So yeah, the the daughter, I think should I say her name? I shouldn't say her name. She she wanted to prove that she was not in Turkey. So she posts an Instagram story of uh of a photo with her and uh, who I'm assuming to be her siblings in front of a large TV with the TV Tiga logo in the corner. TV Tiga is a local um, channel that's broadcasted in Malaysia. So she's and then she captioned that photo saying, "I don't know how else to prove that I'm in Malaysia." Because the the fucking TV Tiga logo, right? TV3. Well then, that settles it, guys. She's in Malaysia. They're not broadcasting TV Tiga in Turkey. Nobody's watching Samarinda in Turkey. Am I saying the name of that show right? You know what I think is going on here? I think politicians' children also need PR training at this point because it's really easy to meme them. Anything, almost everything they're saying these days, at least the ones of note, they're getting shit on. So yeah, they need PR training and maybe castration via Rambutan. Give them bad tacos and uh, Spanish fly soup. Okay, last fucking piece of news. <laughs> Coaching man wears dinosaur suit to get vaccines. Did you guys see this? It's adorable. He's in a little uh, T-Rex costume, looking all happy, getting vaccinated. There's a whole viral video about this. And apparently, the instead, you know, I thought Malaysians might be a bit anal about the situation. They might be like, uh, yeah, encik, encik, macam ni tak boleh eh. Kena ikut SOP protocol eh. Kau kena elok-elok eh. Ni adalah premis yang um, berhormat. Kita mesti hormat. Kita mesti beradab. Jadi tolong buang kostum T-Rex tu. That's uh, how I would expect Malaysians uh, to like treat this. But no, apparently the hospital staff loved it. And I loved it. They loved it. And the people around there loved it. They took pictures. And used him, this man, he was a personal trainer, fitness trainer. They used his, him and his costume to make protocol guides by taking photos, you know, making the nice graphics. Protocol guides for people who like were coming to get the vaccine. My thoughts on this are, that's so strange, you know. Dinosaurs are supposed to be terrifying creatures. You've seen uh, Jurassic Park. I don't know, I guess Malaysians just like that shit. Okay, fine. So here's the thing. I have a vaccination appointment on Friday. So Malaysians like terrifying things, right? I think I should wear a Chin Peng costume. That might work. Uh, they might think I'm some some sort of random Chinese person, though. How do I make it extra Chin Peng-y? I think I'll come with like a fake pistol. Is yellow face a thing? Is that offensive? Mm, I'm not sure. I'll have to think about this. Should I get even more terrifying? I need a wig. I'm going to get a big curly wig. I'll dress up at Rosma and go, you know. As they vaccinate me, I'll say, can I advise you something? Don't trust a man unless he's got billions of ringgit. Also, don't trust Mongolians. Their models are the worst. Okay, very niche point there. It's time for some podcast love, you beautiful fucks. Hey, did you enjoy today's episode of The News Is Over? After this, you're going to hear about my personal life. But did you enjoy my coverage of the news? If you did, 
and you want to support this podcast and help it grow, please recommend this podcast to your friends. You can do that by just taking a screenshot of this beautiful episode right here and uploading it to your Instagram story. You can tag me at the comedy podcast underscore. While you are there, feel free to DM me any of your listener questions you might have. I've got some today. Can't wait to tackle them. But as for you, you can uh, DM me about any romantic advice that you're seeking. Peepee touching advice. Do you have a funny story? Did you read a funny article online that you want me to discuss on the podcast? Reach out to me on my Instagram, you beautiful fucks, at the comedy podcast underscore. Looking forward to your questions. And now, back to the episode. I cooked a fucking barbecue over the weekend. That's right. I made all the marinade, chopped up everything nicely, put them in skewers, man. Even made the fire. Some man shit. Are you saying the uh, people who don't identify as cis male cannot, cannot uh, carry out barbecues? I'm not saying that. I am not saying that. That was very bigoted of me to suggest that this was some man shit. Fine. What I am trying to say is I felt particularly manly for some reason. I was like, ooh, 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 man cook meat. But you know, I did all that work. And you know who wanted the credit? This toxic man known as my papa. That's right. These goddamn men just want to just take the credit for everyone else's labor. He wanted to take everything I did and he wanted to put it over the fire himself instead of me, you know, because that's the most fun part of the barbecue. Just, just to put the meat on the, the grill, watch it go and you flip, flip, flip. But he's like, oh, I want to do this. You give me, you're done, you're done, you sit down. So he, he he was asking us to take all the pictures and shit. And I was like, come on, dad, give me some love. And then, but no, he instead, he said, hey, Harif, come and take my photo. This will get over 2,000 views on my Facebook story. I'm telling you, bring my hat, my 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 special hat. You know, the, the, the cap, the cap. The lot on the back balcony was total because we can't fucking repair anything in this house now. Fucking lockdown. So I had to bring my TikTok light down and I had to say he looked fantastic in the photos because he had some professional lighting. And he was just flipping the chickens while I was just fucking flipping all the wonderful food I made while I'm just taking his photos. I even prepped some delicious potatoes, man. It was a wonderful tasting dinner and I was just shat on. It was more of a photo shoot than a barbecue. I'm just ranting, guys. I'm just feeling sad about that, that I didn't get to flip my own meat. I hope Papa never listens to this. But yeah, that was what I was feeling. He was like, look at me. I, on the vibe he was probably giving off on Facebook was, look at me. I take care of my family. I provide for everyone. It's, it's, there's two problems here. This is exactly the problem with capitalism and toxic men. Okay, moving on. Oh, another another uh, story of betrayal. Last night while playing Shot ID Big 2. I'm sure a lot of you beautiful fucks know this game. I played that and not gonna lie, man. It broke my friggin' heart just to play that game. Let me tell you what happened. My little brother, 
upon getting his cards, he said, Abang, I don't have any tools. I don't have any tools. And my other brother said the same thing. I had one two in my deck, so logic dictates that my papa had three twos. I'm sure you would have come to the uh, re- the same conclusion, right? So I went on a singing and taunting spree. I was like, Aha, Aba, three two, tak malu, three twos, tak malu. I was just teasing him. You got three twos and you're not shy. So we were approaching, we were playing the game as though Papa had all the twos and we were trying to take him down. We were approaching the end of the game and then I was sure that the three twos would come out from Papa and he would win. So we were all trying to stop him and then suddenly my brother puts down the big two. When in the beginning he said he had no twos. The moment I saw that, my heart fucking shattered. My heart was made of glass and I could hear the bang, bang, you know, you know, glass shattering, that fucking sound. My eyes were open. I was just fucking speechless. The lies, the betrayal, man. Have you had a family member do that to you? Even though it's just a fucking game. So he puts on the big two, right? So we all had to pass. I thought that must be it, Papa. Papa has the rest of the twos, right? He just lied a little bit. And then he puts down the second two of hearts. Motherfucker. He had, he was the one who had three twos. Whatever trust I had in the world vanquished right then and there. My innocence was taken away from me. I became a Japanese porn star that felt like she was gangbanged unfairly by a hundred men at the same time. I could no longer trust anyone anymore after that. And then the next day, he said, Abang, I don't have three twos. I just looked away and I just pretended to ignore him and he just started laughing. There's, there's, yeah, there's just no trust in this world anymore, guys. Nothing's sacred. Everyone's fucking lying. Everyone's full of shit. And I'm, I'm just in a, in a fucking sabo mood right now. But if you... if I want to know something. If you guys played that game, if that happened to you, would you be as fucking salty as I am right now? I bet you would be. What to talk about today. Uh, for lunch, uh, all I had was uh, fruits and nuts, man. This is some caveman-style shit. Ooga, man, man. <laughs> I dig it. I like feeling this healthy. Uh, I'm I'm lacking protein for sure. And that's something I'm a little concerned about. Not going to lie. But so what? I get a little skinny. Who cares, man? Women these days dig the skinny. Look, you, you see those k- Korean men? I, we used to say that, that we, the the Asian women, you know, the desirableness is the chopstick legs. But now people are like, ooh, look at the thigh gap on G-Men. I was like, what? They want thigh gaps on the men now? Hmm. You know how people we used to make fun of skinny people like that, saying they skip leg day. But no, these days, it's not skipping leg day. It's like, I skipped three meals today. Yay, look at my thigh gap. But yeah, whatever. That's a try. I'm not too worried about getting skinny. Who cares? I can lose some muscle. It's okay. I can always get it back. But getting back in the gym after all this nonsense is over. Once the gang banging stops, because, you know, there's only so much cum in these politicians. But you know what complicates things is the fact that since the pandemic started, uh, my family has gotten into the habit of eating uh, dinner together. Yeah, it's quite tricky for me to plan my meals and dining because dinner's always at one time. Are you guys in Asian families where you must have meals together? Don't get me wrong, it's nice and all. Spending time together and shit because the real meaning of life is spending time with your loved ones and taking care of each other. But yeah, other than all that eat, pray, love bullshit, Having that scheduled dinner makes it a bit tricky to have a scheduled like dinner outside without feeling guilty. Does that make sense? It's like this. 
You're not home by seven, yeah? You get a phone call from Papa who asks you with a very sad voice, Are you not having dinner, Harit? As if to say, you don't love me anymore, I'm going to die soon and you're not going to spend time with me. And I got to break his fucking heart and say, Yeah, Dad, I have a work meeting that extended late. And actually, the only thing I'm working on is my woman's orgasm and the only thing extending is my penis. It's tough being a son. It's tough being an Asian son, man. I'm still on, in the middle of my diet and uh, I, my my dad made some curry chicken downstairs and he's going to be so proud. You know, I made a good curry chicken. You try it, you try it. You, and then because I want to have less rice, you know, to these Bangladeshis, how good the meal is depends on how much rice you take. If you take a lot of rice, it means you like the food. So today my dad in his mind is going to be like, my son doesn't like my chicken. <laughs> And I'm kind of so sad. What am I going to do about this? I don't know what my plan is. Because I could really sell it, you know, as I'm eating the chicken. I'm like, oh my God, this is so good. <laughs> While barely having any rice so I can meet my diet plans. I don't know. Maybe I should just communicate, you know, talk to your dad saying, dad, I want a diet. This chicken is good though. If it's so good, you take some more. Fuck. <laughs> I know my dad. I know exactly what he's going to say. Okay, if he says, if it's so good, you take some more. And I'll be like, okay, dad, I'm going to pack it and have it for lunch tomorrow. And then he might call me. He might legit call me. Hare, did you take your chicken for lunch? And I'll be like, fuck. <laughs> and I'll be like, uh, yeah, I took some chicken, dad. Did you pack any rice? <laughs> no, I didn't pack any rice. Why didn't you pack any rice? You don't like my chicken, is it? Fuck. Uh, it's like every every in every scenario I lose. So I don't know what the fuck to do. Uh, maybe I'll just be a fat fuck. I'll just be a fat fuck, guys. There we go. That's the that's the solution to all my fucking problems. Alright, guys, it's time for some listener fucking questions. Number one, it says, uh, you said there almost every food related to porns existed. How about rendang one? Ha 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 ha. Is it crispy? Laugh emoji. All right. This guy's making fun of my uh, uh, episode from yesterday where I talked about rule 34. Just to recap for you beautiful fucks, um, there's this internet maxim rule that says, uh, it's called rule 34, that says, for every situation, for everything in the world, there's a porn for it. And I tested this theory by like clicking, by like searching, uh, like calculate the porn, pineapple porn uh, Beijing Olympics porn uh, Nazi Germany porn and it all came up stapler porn fucking came up so I gave up I'm like alright this must be legit but this listener here brings up a good point is there such thing as rendang porn I'm, I don't know I'm gonna look this up right now I should have done this before the fucking recording rendang porn Let's see what we get. Ah, oh, fuck. There's a red tube link. Budak sekolah rendang porn. <laughs> what is uh, budak sekolah rendang porn? I'm going to open this. Please don't be. Okay. Is this a dude? I'm going to press play. Oh, okay, this is a transsexual. I'm going to stop watching this. She's so pretty, but... Every oh, there's a dick. All right. Uh, 
rendang Indian porn videos at indianpornvideos.mobi. Sorry, guys. Hang hang on. I, I need to make sure if in rule 34 is legit. All right. I can't see anything rendang here, but... Okay, guys. I think we found something that proves that rule 34 is bullshit. Hmm. Unless... Unless, of course, I uh, meet my woman, bring some rendang, and then I shove like a, chuk- a rendang drumstick in her pussy, and then I upload it somewhere. <laughs> Taylor, get ready! <laughs> oh boy, imagine going into the emergency room. My, my, my vagina's on fire. Why? We, we stuck a rendang in there. Oh, why did you do that? Because the rendang, rule 34, there's no time. I don't want to explain it. <laughs> If you if you see like a pussy being fucked by a chicken drumstick, uh, a rendang chicken drumstick, you can thank the comedy podcast. Okay, guys. <laughs> Next fucking listener question. Harith, here's a topic. How do you move on after a breakup from a four-year relationship, parentheses, long-term? How to stay positive and how to overcome sex deprivation love emoji. And you can mention my name to give you clarifications. Thank you, you beautiful fuck heart emoji. All right, this is cool. I love it when people say I could uh, mention their names on my podcast. This one's Instagram handle is at Ivan Dapunene. <laughs> I feel so bad you made me say the, the second part. Okay, guys, I actually have... Uh, I've answered this question like a million times on this podcast. So if you're an OG fuck, you haven't heard the answer to this question, feel free to log off, uh, sign out, I mean. But here's my answer, man. The first part, how do you move on after a breakup from a four years relationship? Listen, buddy, I was in a five and a half year relationship once. The fucking breakup broke me. So what did I do? I suffered for a year. I just, and you know why I suffered for a whole year instead of like less? It's because I was fighting the pain, bruv. I was fighting the pain. I didn't want to feel sad. Every time I felt sad, I was like, ignore it, ignore it. I tried to bury it. And then the day that I stopped that and I just let it out, you know, whatever crying you need to do, just feel your sadness. Be paralyzed for a few days if you can afford it. Just curl up in your bed. Order KFC. Just finish your crying. Let it all out. And then you'll feel great. You'll feel better. A new pussy always helps. But maybe during this pandemic, it's, it's not that easy. Unless, I don't know, you like dick, call Asmin, he might be free. Okay, so the second part. How to stay positive and how to overcome sex deprivation. How to stay positive during a breakup, man. Listen. Listen. You need to instill this idea in yourself because it's true that there are plenty of fish in the sea. The world is a big place, man. Are you Indian? I think you're Indian. You know how many girls from Tamil Nadu would love your exotic, foreign, but Indian dick? I <laughs> Those hot Tamil Nadu girls, man. Nah, I'm kidding, obviously. But no, seriously, if you put in the work, right, you get those dating apps, you just talk to a lot of girls, you're bound to meet somebody. It just takes fucking patience. And how to overcome sex deprivation. Oh, man. This is a whole thing, man. But I, I look, I don't have, I can't give you the full explanation, but just the quick one is like, you can find something that gives you meaning in life, you know, like a passion that gives you satisfaction in life. Uh, meditating can help, cold showers can help. 
I'm not recommending masturbation because that's in my opinion. I've talked about it so often on this podcast. It's like a fucking summary question right here. A summary of Harith essentially. But yeah, just don't masturbate. Just be sex deprived and learn to live life without it. And I promise you, your life will, uh, will kind of blossom. You'll, have, you'll add so much more depth and meaning to it if you just take out the emphasis on fucking but uh, after after all this pandemic shit is done, man, let's just get out there and just fuck like crazy. I'm planning to do it. All right, guys, that's the time I have for today's episode. Thank you so much for hanging out. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.